and welcome back to life as a 20 nothing i am your host miola and i'm so happy to be talking to y'all yet again yet another week if you are new here welcome and if you are old here welcome back so i had this cute little fun idea that for the next three weeks i want to talk about different lessons that i've learned now that we're coming to the end of the year so this week's episode is specifically focused on friendship lessons so end of year friendship lessons that i've learned and then the next two weeks will be focused on two different other lessons that i've learned at the end of this year And this week, I specifically wanted to focus on friendship lessons because you all really loved the last one that I talked about, about friendship lessons that I'm learning in my 20s. And I think it's a perfect way to sum up the end of the year because if you do not know, this year has been H-E double hockey sticks for me, like truly. And a lot of that had to do with my friendships. A lot of that had to do with the fact that I was feeling so isolated that it made me want to D-I-E. So in the beginning of this year, for the first about five months, I was just feeling very, very isolated with my friendships. I was just not having a good time. I was genuinely having a terrible time the end of my senior year of undergrad. And with the last few months, I have completely shifted that around and now I'm thriving. So in the beginning of the year, I definitely went from being one of my lowest points to eventually thriving and loving life again, at least in the friendship department, maybe not in the other departments, but definitely in the friendship department. And since I have been on both ends of the spectrum, I want to say five friendship lessons that I've learned by the end of the year 2023. My first lesson, and I always preach this always, is if they won't, someone else will and happily. This goes for both friendships and relationships. If a friend will not do something for you that you really want to do, someone else will and happily you are begging scratching at the walls to get your friend to appreciate you and care about you but somebody else will so easily and so happily it is not worth trying to get your friend to be on the same level as you when you can just find someone else that can do the exact same thing that you want to do without begging and pleading and i always add the last part because you will hear people say if they won't someone else will but someone else will happily. That is the big key part of it too. Someone else will truly value your relationship with them and value your friendship. It's amazing because somebody else will notice all the things that you thought were so weird about yourself and you thought it was not good for a friendship. You thought you were weird for wanting this in a friendship, whatever the case may be. Somebody else might really, really appreciate that and they will happily, happily. So number two, how a friend responds to you being upset is incredibly important. If you are upset about something that they did and they react in the most volatile way, that tells you all you need to know about that person and how far you need to run. And once again, this is something that can apply to a regular relationship as well, not just a platonic relationship, but strictly speaking platonically, if your friend is coming at you backwards, coming at you from different directions because you are just expressing how something made you feel emotionally, and if your friend is responding in a terrible way, That is someone that you should not want in your life. That is someone that seriously is not considerate of your feelings and doesn't want to talk things out with you. And if that's the way that you react to things as well, maybe that's okay. But if you're the kind of person that wants to talk things out and that person isn't the same, then maybe you two just aren't compatible as friends. There is definitely a delicacy when it comes to handling friendships. I think especially female friendships, if we're speaking like that. But in general, I'm saying female friendships because I don't know that much about male friendships, to be honest. But in general, your friend should be considerate of your feelings. Your friend can say the truth without making it in the most hurtful, gut-wrenching, stabbing way possible. 
And you too should have that connection and that bond to know that that's how you should react and they should react as well. And if they react in a completely crazy way without taking accountability, that is not your friend. That is not your friend because if they're turning the blame back on you, that is not your friend. And I always, always, always think it's a telling sign how people react when they are upset or when someone else upsets them because I'm not saying one way is worse than the other. If you're a person that yells and you find someone else that yells too, I guess you're compatible and I guess that's great. But it's more of the matter of finding someone that is compatible with you, you know, finding someone that has the same kind of communication style or even just finding someone that is receptive to your communication style. As long as it's a two-way street and you're both hearing each other and you're both truly feeling like you are getting what you want out of that conversation, then I think that's all that matters. Even if you don't have the same way of handling something, just as long as you two are hearing each other, that's what's working. Now on to my third friendship lesson. Do not, do not give yourself to people who can quite literally give nothing back to you. I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us have dealt with the situation where we feel like we are putting so much energy into a friendship. And I feel like I'm saying this so softly now because it's so gut-wrenching when you feel like you are putting so much energy into a friendship to receive nothing back and for it to not be reciprocated. It is honestly, in my opinion, one of the most hurtful feelings knowing that you put so much energy and so much power into something or someone and knowing that it's definitely not reciprocated. And I think it's one of those aha moments, truly. It's not something that over time you kind of realize. It's kind of one moment that ends up piling on that one moment and you're like, yeah, you are not the person that I thought you were. This is definitely not reciprocated and I do not like how you make me feel anymore. And it seriously is such a heartbreaking feeling because a lot of the time it's not just right off the bat. It's something that builds up over time and you realize and you try to give people the benefit of the doubt and then months goes on and then you finally realize when something big comes up for you, that's when you realize that this person does not care about you and this person does not reciprocate the same kind of energy that you are giving because maybe you're the kind of friend that would drop everything for that friend if you knew they were in trouble. But when something happens to you, they're like, oh, well, actually I had this plan to do and I want to do this and I have something else to do, but I'll get back to you in like a couple days and maybe I can help you out then. That is such a gut-wrenching feeling, seriously. And I I feel so bad for all the people that have to go through that because I know when I go through that, it's awful. It's so awful just realizing that this person does not care about you as much as you care about them. And that's why with all of that, I say run, literally run for the hills because you really cannot change someone. I'm sorry. Like you cannot change fundamentally how a person is unless, unless, unless they want to do it themselves. But you cannot force anyone to do anything that they don't want to do themselves. That is a clear fact. It is like when you tell your friend that's been cheated on, you should leave him and she still stays or he still stays or they still stay. It's because no matter what you say, they have to realize it themselves. You cannot change someone's opinion unless they want it to be changed. And all of this kind of leads to my fourth friendship lesson, which is if you are a bad friend, this is more for me personally. If you are a bad friend, I have no, no hesitation to cut you the fuck off. And I am being so dead serious when I say this because I have dealt way too many times, especially this year, especially in the past like two years, I feel like. I've spent too much time, too much energy putting into these friendships, these relationships where people think it's okay to walk all over me. People think it's okay because I'll just pick up the slack or something. That is not how a friend is supposed to treat you. And if you were going to treat me like that, you were treating me almost like less than or lesser than 
I don't, I don't like that. I do not like that. And I think once a person starts treating you like that, you got to go because they will no longer look at you like an equal. They will look at you as someone that is just there to be a backup. And that is absolutely not what a friend is. A friend treats you like an equal. A friend treats you with respect, with dignity, and a bad friend will treat you like all the things I said before. So that's why I have no problem, especially now in my 20s, we are getting so much older. We are getting so much older. I do not have the time to feel like I am babying you or I do not have the time to feel like I am putting on myself on the back burner because you want to do this, this, and this, and I can't stand in the way of that, whatever. I am not in a position to be putting myself on the back burner because of you, because I'm not like the backup dancer to your life. I'm not the backup singer to your life. I have my own life as well. Not everything revolves around you. If you need support, I will support you. But as long as you reciprocate that energy, I am not here for you to just stand by whenever you need me. And once again, a lot of this stuff is because it's one-sided. If that friend in the question is that way towards me and is super nice and super caring and supports me through everything, like through and through, I would not even be having this conversation with them. I would not even think about, oh, I want to drop you or anything like that. I wouldn't think about cutting you off because obviously it's reciprocated. But if you are the kind of person that is treating me like, you know, second best or something, or treating me not like an equal, treating me like I'm only here in your life as a backup singer, a backup dancer, just a backup, then I'm not going to be friends with you because you are not treating me with respect and with dignity. And the thing about a bad friend, a bad friend comes in different forms and it really is just so subjective on what you think is a bad friend. What is a friend that's not supportive of you? What does that look like for you? I can't tell you what a bad friend looks like to be honest, but I can tell you what a bad friend looks like for me. Uh, the only thing I will say about a bad friend is a friend that treats things like you need to do everything for them, but they do nothing for you. That is absolutely a bad friend. And I think that can be said very generically. But otherwise, I think it's very, just like relationships, it's very subjective on what you believe a bad friend is because maybe that's your style. Maybe you like things that way. Um, but you never know. You know, like I don't know you and your personal style and what you like in friendships, so I can't say anything too generically, but these are definitely the lessons that I have learned so far in my 20s, especially in 2023. So now we are talking about the very last friendship lesson that I have learned. Well, I've learned a lot more than these, but I wanted to narrow it down to five. And I feel like it ties all of these well, very, very well together. It's that it's okay to lose friends. It is totally part of life and it is totally normal to lose friends. People outgrow each other. People grow apart. People get too busy. It is totally okay and it is totally normal to not be friends with anyone anymore. Not everyone has the same friend since birth, since childhood. That is honestly a very unrealistic goal to think about, that you can keep your friends for 40 years at a time. If you can, I feel like that's so, so amazing that you two have grown together. That's so cool. That's so amazing. But it's not normal for a lot of people. And a lot of people go on their own path. And it is just an incredibly normal thing to happen to people, to two people, to three people, to however many people are in the equation. It's totally normal. And I remember back, probably in middle school, I was so young and my parents were like, actually my dad, it was my dad. He was like, you can't keep a friend. Like, ah. and I was like, first of all, that's just so rude and so insulting to say to like this little like 14 year old. But also that doesn't happen to a lot of people too. Like we're growing, we're moving schools, like we're going to different places. How am I supposed to keep up with everyone like that? Because we all have different paths in life. Like I'm sorry I didn't keep up with my friend who literally moved to Maine when I live in Delaware. That's, that makes sense. Like, I'm sorry, we grew apart, things happen. 
we're so young. We are so young. People have their own path to go on. And if I can watch from afar and be grateful that you are on the path that you are on, that is amazing. I'm just glad to be watching someone grow. But that does not mean that you have to be in my life watching me grow side by side. I can still love you from afar. I can still watch from afar. But we are just not as close as we used to be. And I think that is totally fine. We ended on good terms. I end my friendships with good terms sometimes. And I think that is all that matters. I still get to watch this person grow, but it's just not right next to me anymore. And that's okay. So don't let people, especially your parents say, oh, you can't keep a friend because life is not really meant to be keeping friends. I feel like life is just meant to experience different experiences. And if that means losing some friends on the way, but gaining more friends on the way, then so be it. It doesn't mean I have to follow this one path, meaning I have everyone that I've had since day one birth but it can just happen on its own. I can gradually grow. I can decline. I can do whatever I want because that is life and it is in your hands. And that is all I have for this week's episode on end of year friendship lessons that I have learned. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And whatever you are doing, wherever you are, I hope you're having an amazing time.